We've all seen them. We've all come across them. Hell, my first introduction to them was back in the late 90s when the original Ford F-350s and F-250s started coming around. And I said to myself, that looks like a copy of the brand new Dodge Ram and its transport-inspired design. It was. It was one of those things that you just saw and you thought it was somebody else's. Kind of like how Pontiac slowly moved its standard grille to be very similar to that of the kidney grille of BMW. Or how a lot of Hyundai and Kia products look an awful lot like Honda and Toyota products. We're talking about copycats this week and how Autolux has always gone back every year since 2012 and released the copycats of the year. And no, they're not just from one country in particular. They're from around the world and from many different companies that you might not even think would copy somebody else, but they do. This week on Autolux, we're taking a look at copycats. Autolux.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself, coming to you from our host site, podbeam.com, and over on our main website, www.autolux.net. Big or small, we have them all. Corporate websites from around the globe of nearly every automobile manufacturer in the world, inclusive of also our calendar and every single podcasting including some that aren't on Podbeam or any of our other host sites, inclusive of iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. This week, we're taking a look at copycats. Yes, copycats. Something that we've actually been posting on our site since 2012. We've been taking notice of how vehicles look very similar to each other. Now, like I said, way back when I was a kid, one of the first copycats I really noticed was the first generation F250, F350s, and how they used the transport-inspired design from Dodge. Now, not everybody takes kindly to this. We've all heard of how Land Rover went after Land Wind in China for their exact copycat of the Land Rover Evoque. Now, the Land Wind X7, even in its second generation, was still inspired by the Land Rover Evoque. Now, you have to take consideration here. Why? Why would you use somebody else's vehicle? Well, sometimes, when you take a look at everything, and it all boils down to it, sometimes using a copy of something very familiar can help get your product noticed. In the case of Landwind, nobody ever heard of Landwind before, but nearly everyone in the automotive world heard about them. Even some that aren't into the automotive world heard when Land Rover was suing Landwind, and they showcased it on news, on media, and how the two products were exactly the same. There are minor, very minor differences between the two, and as we've seen, some vehicles are complete knockoffs. But why would Landwind do this? Well, one, we now all know who Landwind is. They're Chinese car company. They went from nothing to everything because they ripped off somebody else. Now we've seen this before. One of the prime examples of that was Hyundai. And for the longest time, Hyundai has been doing copycat. Even today, some of their products are copycats of existing products. Now we're not trying to say that Hyundai and Kia can't come up with their own designs, but they know the markets they want to go after. And in one sense, it seems like they want to take the best from that market to help themselves get bigger in that market. And that is why some 
car companies choose to go about making copycats of others. Some of them, for instance, you go to either the Middle East or even China, you will find exact replicas. Some instances, those exact replicas are either because they've bought products and tooling from the pre-existing companies. We all know this from years back. It's essentially how Lada got started. Lada utilized Fiat underpinnings and their previous designs to build their own products. Now the Fiat products slowly disappeared and everybody had forgotten about them, but Lada went on. It's because they bought the tooling. They had the plant. Fiat built the plant. So essentially, they weren't a copycat. Just last year, we had a company similar to that, Ineos Granada. Hope I'm saying that right. It looks exactly like the original Land Rover Defenders. Well, not the original, but the last generation Land Rover Defenders. But why? Ineos Granada. Why does it look so much like the Defender? Because when Land Rover decided to upgrade their Defender, Ineos knew. They knew a lot of people still liked the original Land Rover design. They knew there was a market for it, and they wanted it. This perception is very similar to what Artega has done with their Caro, which looks exactly like an original 1958 BMW Isetta. Now, Artega did get the go-ahead to use the Isetta's profile. BMW is not going to bring it back. The Isetta would be a car that BMW cannot bring back only because it would undermine their price point. The Isetta was a vehicle who brought people into BMW when they were starting out. At a time when people didn't look at luxury and didn't look at BMW as a world player in luxury. But now they are there. So they can't have one of these measly cheap products. But Ortega can. And Ineos can do that too. Because they bought the tooling from Land Rover. They paid for the designs so they could build their product similar to it. So there is no lawsuit. They asked them if they could do it. This is something we've also seen in North America. Mahindra built the Roxor in India. Now the Roxor and Mahindra used to build Jeeps for the Indian military. If you go back to our Jeep World one, you'll find out all the products and all the companies that have built Jeeps. And a lot of them these days still build Jeep-inspired products. Mahindra still does this. And they even have the Thar, which is similar to the new Wranglers. Not an exact knockoff, but similar. Now, Jeep does have a copyright on their front grille. That is Jeep. That is their logo. That is how everybody knows it is a Jeep. So when Mahindra tried to sell the original Roxor here, even though they weren't selling it as a vehicle, Jeep was still able to go after them because the Roxor had the exact same appeal as classic Jeeps, even the same size as classic Jeep. And even though the Roxor in North America can't be utilized for vehicular travel on motorways, it is a oversized side-by-side -side quad. Hell, down the road from me, there is a company that retrofits these for underground use. Similar to what Toyota does with the FJ Cruisers. They sell them to the mining industries. Well, Mahindra is now doing that as well with the Roxors. Now, they come here as knockdown kits. So, they're not manufactured here either. They're assembled here and sold as side-by-sides. But Jeep still went after them and won their lawsuit for their Jeep-inspired grill. Now, why would Mahindra even think of trying to sell their copycat in the original marketplace of the company they were building vehicles for? They thought because it was a different marketplace altogether, they could do it. But when your image, like the image of the Jeep is so well known and Jeep preserves that, there's only select countries out there that they can't win cases on. 
But in their home country in North America, they won their lawsuit over Mahindra. Mahindra had to change their front grill. Unfortunately, their quick fix on the grill made the Mahindra Rocksor look like an FJ Cruiser. Which, funny enough, the FJ Cruiser was originally inspired by the Wrangler as well. That is why it was so easy for Mahindra to do it. They have now finally changed the front grill so they could sell the products in North America. But why did they think they could sell a copycat here? Different markets. Similar to how China protects its own car companies. Landwind was protected. Land Rover didn't win their case over Landwind in China. They kept the sale of that product from entering the European or North American marketplace due to its design. But in China, Land Rover couldn't win because their country stuck up for their own country's products. But then again, it's coming from a country who every year has at least 25% of the companies on our copycat list. Just last year, we had Photon Big General 1, which looks a lot like a Ford F-150 and a Ford Raptor. The Buick Envision, designed, built, and engineered in China for Buick, looks like a Mazda CX-5. The Leopard Mathieu looks like a Lincoln Nautilus on the rear. The Zotte TS-5. Now these guys, Zotte has been famous for ripping off Volkswagen and Audi designs, and the TS-5 once again use the Audi Q5. Singulato IC3 was a Toyota IQ. Huanghei 97. Chevy Silverado. Cherry Exceed LX2. Lexus LX. The Beijing Group's BJ90 is a Mercedes G Class. And this was just for the 2021 model year of copycats. The list goes on and on. But they know their people are on the internet. And they know they want products. Land Rovers were hard for people in China to get. The average person couldn't get it. So Landwin decided to take the design of the Evoque and make it their own. Price it way under Land Rover so that anyone can enjoy it. So essentially, they're telling these big companies that our market wants it. They want it in such a high demand that I am willing to risk my business to get their business. Even if you win a lawsuit, I still get two years of exponential sales because my product is cheaper than yours. And companies that do direct copycats are in this mindset. They try to get away with it for as long as possible before somebody picks up on it. Now for 2021, Genesis and Hyundai both had copycat awards and I bet you nobody noticed about their copycat product. Take a look at the side profile. So go to www.autolux.net and click the rated tab at the top of the screen. On the side of that page, you'll find the copycat awards. When you click on that, all of the copycat awards will populate on your screen. You'll have each year and you can go through them and you can see all of them and you can see some of the products we're talking about right here. You can see how the Hyundai Tucson for 2021 has the exact same side profile as the 2019 RAV4 or how the Genesis G80 redesign looks very familiar as the 2006 Mercedes-Benz CLS profile and these products aren't built together. Some cars look very similar to each other because they're built from the same line. Now Pinferini and Ferrari both had that. The SF90 Stradal and the Pinferini Batista are both built and designed by the same place. Why would Pinferini go out of their way to design their own product when they develop products for Ferrari themselves? In that case, Ferrari won't go after them because they designed the product for them. They got to release their product one year earlier to Pinferini, but Pinferini still holds rights on the designs and can release it. So in that case, they're a copycat within the ring. But products like the Aura Senate, the Kia Telluride, and the Hyundai Palisade are not. Palisade likes to take the image of a Cadillac Escalade. And my world's most famous saying 
the fake Salade. My wife has a friend who has a fake Salade, and even my wife calls it that now. A fake Salade, because that is what the Palisade is. It plays off the Cadillac Escalade profile, and from far away, people will think it's an Escalade until they are up close. Kia did this with its cousin, the Telluride, which utilizes profiles from Range Rover and a GMC Yukon. They want to be known as big vehicles. Hyundai wants to get more of a luxurious appeal. Kia wants to be in the sporty and big world of SUVs. But unfortunately for us at the end of the year, we could see past all of this and see how they are using somebody else's profile to benefit the sales of their products. Oris, designed, built, engineered by the Russian government for their Russian president, looks a lot like its main competition. Oris wants to go up against Bentley and Rolls-Royce. Well, they have a big Rolls-Royce inspired front grille and even their tail end is reminiscent of the Rolls-Royce Phantom. Now, it's not an exact ripoff. Its outline has its own characteristics, but its main point is we want to look like Rolls-Royce and we want the market of Rolls-Royce. Something similar to this can be seen in the old Chrysler Imperial concept from the early 2000s. Chrysler wanted to move further up the luxury scale. And they designed a vehicle that was very similar to how the Aorus wound up looking and it had a Rolls-Royce appeal. Now, some people have a copycat image because they utilize somebody else's vehicle to build their own. Now in this case, you usually can't be sued by the original company because you have to get their permission to use their platform to build your own coach build product. So when your product looks very similar to theirs, there's a reason for it. But in some cases, people make things so that they do look like it. Mitsuoka is famous for doing that. They have a Chevrolet Blazer inspired Toyota RAV4, and they also have their Rockstar sports car built off a Miata platform, which made to look like a Corvette Stingray. Now, you could tell that the Chevrolet inspired SUV is built from a RAV4 on the rear end. On the front, it looks like it's trying to be a Chevy. The Rockstar does not look like it could be a Miata in any way. It looks like somebody's trying to recreate the Stingray. Now, sometimes people do get away with copying old school designs for new school products. Like we said with Ortega and even Microlino, utilizing that Isetta profile. Some people will allow you to just go out and use it. So in the world of of copycat culture, there's many different ways you can copy somebody. And the most prominent reason for copying another car company is for you to get sales. Bottom line, that's all you want. But in the end, when most consumers are sheep and don't even pay attention to anything, and they see that your Genesis G80 costs less than buying a CLS, well, I might as well just get the Genesis product. It looks similar, so people will think I'm driving a Mercedes, but it's cheaper. And with enough changes in its profile to make it so that Mercedes can't sue them, they get away with it. You get away with the image that you got the bigger product, but essentially paid a lot less. And that is where a lot of these Chinese, Indian, African, Middle Eastern, hell, even American and Korean and Japanese do this. And we do say Japanese because Toyota brought back the Venza last year to North America. And if you've seen our award ceremony for copycats in 2021, Toyota finally got 
got a copycat award for the Venza looking a lot like a Jaguar F-Type. Very similar. And when I was actually buying my RAV4, I even said that when I was standing in the dealership floor. I even asked the salesperson, so how do you sell these things? They look like a Jaguar. It's a copycat rated vehicle right from myself. But there's only a few people that notice that it's a similar profile to Jaguar and everyone else just sees it as a cool looking Toyota. And that's what Toyota and other companies like that are banking on. They're banking on you perceiving their product as their own. So really in the end, are they fully copying them? Or do they just want the sales? And the answer for that can be traced all the way back to the beginning of the automobile industry and how many products looked exactly like the original Model T. Yes, they all had some sort of difference to them, but in the end, everybody was copying the original. Everybody wanted to be in the automotive world and everybody wanted those sales. They needed. And when Ford wasn't going to step back and take care of anyone trying to copy his image, that is when the market changed. Everybody wanted a piece of it. Everybody wanted to make money off of it. They saw the explosion of the Ford Model T in the Ford Motor Company and they all wanted to get in there. So really, aren't we all just copying each other? Because when you think back to the beginning, Hyundai got its start from Ford, building the Cortina. Landwind is just getting their feet wet by utilizing a Land Rover. But we really don't agree with copycat, and that's why we nail people down because of it. And we give people awards even when we know that they own the tooling or they're partnered with them because the world doesn't want the same gelatinous blob. No matter what you think, everybody out there is unique. Everybody out there is different from each other and vehicles on the road should be the exact same we should all be unique we should all be different and we should all have different designs so we hope that this might inspire some of the future designers to quit looking at products from the past or products current and quit copying each other come up with your own ideas think of something new think of something outside of the box if you're looking for some new designs ask myself i got hundreds of old designs that i still have sitting at home they're all copied written and locked up but they're different than what's out there we all get inspiration from somewhere but let's not make that inspiration the exact same as our inspiration so really in the end every car company is essentially copying each other it all goes back to the very beginning which is slight modifications we get it people want to utilize the better companies products the mass selling product of the world and build off of that for themselves but when you go to the parking lot and you have trouble distinguishing between your genesis g80 and the mercedes cls next to you then we're going to start having issues and people need to start realizing that we need to be different it is your vehicle and like your house and your clothing style you need to differentiate from others so if you like this podcast please like share or comment on any of our social media feeds from facebook to twitter to linkedin hell even pinterest and if you think this podcast might help somebody you know within the design world please send it to them tell them about our looks show them how their designs are a copy of somebody else's. Point them to our rated page and show them the copycat awards. For myself, Everett J, and the whole Autolux team at www.autolux.net and coming to you from our podbeam.com host site, I want to ask you to strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride on how we're going to change the design world together.